Welcome to another episode of The Art of Volunteering. I'm your host, Stormy Bell. Uh, today, we're sitting down with Kathy Grublick, Volunteer Coordinator and Community Engagement Ambassador for Habitat Humanity, Cape Bay, out of Cape May, New Jersey. Kathy has been with Habitat Cape May since this past April and has been involved with nonprofit organizations for over 15 years. She left the corporate world in search of ways that she could put her skills to work in order to help others. Uh, the work she does with Habitat is very rewarding and, uh, and all, important to not only herself and the families that they partner with, but also to all the volunteers, board members, and those who shop and donate to the ReStore. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you, Stormy. Thank you for having me. Awesome. To start us off, I'd like to invite you to share uh, exactly what you do as a volunteer coordinator slash community engagement ambassador. It sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> well, the, the volunteer <laughs> coordinator part is actually um, not that, uh, it's not that hard. It's that's the easy one. People come to us to, uh, we often get people coming to us um, either through the ReStore, word of mouth, they, they're looking for opportunities to help. And I do the onboarding. I make sure all the waivers are signed, give them a history of Habitat, um, try and outline all the opportunities to volunteer, and then try and match up their talents and what they would like to do with what our needs are. And there's always something for some everybody. Um, as the community engagement ambassador, I try and go out to the public uh, or not try, I do, I go out to the public and promote some of our programs. Um, we will, we reach out to uh, civic groups, Kiwanis clubs, AARP groups. Uh, I'm right now reaching out to all the high schools in the county, a lot of the churches in the county to let them know what we do and the impact that we have in the community. Um, and in that way, I'm also uh, recruiting for more volunteers, as well as spreading the, the good news about Habitat and what, what we're able to do and how we help uh, partner with families to provide affordable housing. Oh, that's awesome. I really like that. Uh, how many volunteers do you work with out of uh, the Cape May Habitat for Humanity? Um, I don't know the exact number, and I know I should have had that exact before I came down, but we have a, we have a couple hundred volunteers between our build sites and our, um, and our restore. We also have volunteers that help um, on various committees. We have committees that are all volunteer that uh, work with our family selection committee and our family support committee. Uh, so once families are selected to partner with to build these homes, we uh, have a, a committee of wonderful uh, heart, like wonderful people with enormous hearts that help them all through the entire process. We also have a board, completely volunteer board of uh, like 13 people. So um, yeah, we're two to 300 volunteers minimum. Wow, a lot of places to plug in and get involved. Yeah. Uh, do you, do you, you mentioned all the places that you go out to, to, uh, to let the community groups that you let them know mm -hmm. that you have um, volunteer opportunities. Do you find that um, your volunteers run the gamut with their age or are they older or younger? What do you find? Well, here in Cape May County, um, we have a pretty large uh, retirement age group, like late fifties into the eighties. And a lot of our consistently regular volunteers probably are in that age group. 
Um, but that's not to say, you know, we don't, we do also get a lot of like high school kids. They're, uh, they either community service is either um, warranted because they needed to graduate or they're part of the National Honor Society or, and then there are a lot of kids out there that just want to help. Um, and, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt their resume for getting into college, but then they end up staying. And um, they volunteer with us for years and years, and that's great too. But I would say the bulk of them are, are adults. Um, a lot of our builds, for example, are during the business day. So that's why we do get a lot of retirees or um, you know people like that. That's awesome. Uh, you've talked a little bit about this, but can you share how your volunteers uh, connect the community uh, with Habitat? Like to help your mission and advocate for affordable housing, like how that works together? Um, sure. So a lot of our volunteers, um, some of them actually came through social networks of their own, like um, Alliance Club. So word spreads and next thing you know, we have a, a lot of volunteers that work in our restore that have all been together in the, in the Lions Club. And then that spreads um, and through other philanthropic organizations like the Lions Clubs and Kiwanis Clubs and all those other nonprofit kind of organizations, we all help each other. Um, and through those organizations and the churches and whatnot, uh, by the word getting out, families who are interested in partnering with us that need affordable housing have then, you know, even a better avenue, I guess, in a way, a, a bigger avenue to come to us. Um, they already have some connections or they've heard about it through their church groups who have people who are in the, you know, personally involved with us. Um, and it's just, you know, it's, it's word of mouth is like the best advertising we can. It's the best in every industry is word yeah. of mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, for, um, for the people who receive houses, do you see them come back and volunteer? Yes, and um, our, our the families are, that we partner with, they don't receive a house. We don't give out house. Okay, it doesn't work. Okay. We, we partner okay. with them. Um, we like to say we we give a hand up and not a hand okay. out. So um, they have to have income and be able to uh, get a, a mortgage. It's a okay. you know, very affordable mortgage. Um, and, you know, the houses are uh, sold at an extremely affordable price. And anybody who knows anything about real estate these days, affordable is like almost non-existent anymore. Um, and here in Cape May County, especially, we have a lot of um, seasonal businesses here. Um, and a lot of the older homes or the homes where they were able to rent them or um, live in them affordably, are now being torn down and these enormous homes are being built that, you know, for the summer rentals and, you know, the, the prices down here have like skyrocketed as I'm, as I know they have in many places throughout the country. So, so we are able to provide um, uh, affordable housing because we're building it with primarily volunteers. Um, so that cuts a lot of the, the overhead right there. We, um, we do um, have a lot of uh, corporations who donate. Um, we apply for grants and things. 
Um, so the families that we partner with also go through a process of learning, like they've never owned a home before. So what happens if the hot water heater breaks and um, they need to manage their budget and know how to apply for a mortgage and you know keep their, their um, budget on track for their home. Um, and they also have to put in 300 hours of sweat equity. So they're helping to construct the house, they're helping in the restore, they're volunteering. Um, they might get a group from their church to come and build for a day and those hours can help towards their total hours. So it, it's truly a partnership. And um, oh, I love that. Yeah. It's very cool. I like that. Um, talk a little bit about the restore. Um, I was first introduced to the restore. I was, we came from, I'm recently now in like just outside of Philadelphia and we'd come down from North Jersey and I'd heard of Habitat for Humanity. But when I moved down here, I, I don't know what I was looking for. I guess I was, we moved and we needed furniture or I was looking for furniture. And I'm like, Habitat for Many has a restore? I never heard of that before. So tell me a little bit about the restore. Well, our restore here, uh, we just celebrated our fifth birthday. So even okay. though Cape May Habitat for Humanity has been around since um, the early 80s, I think we built our first house sometime in the 80s. The restore is only five years old. Um, the restore, now there's probably an affiliate in almost every county in the country, but for a Habitat for Humanity. So we're Habitat for Humanity, Cape May County. Um, every affiliate operates um, the same and different and not every Habitat affiliate has a restore. So that's number one. And not every restore is operating the same. Some restores deal with uh, building supplies, building materials. We don't really have that because we don't have the customers down here for that. The customers down here are looking for furniture and small appliances and things of that nature. So our, um, our restore is uh, really pretty cool. And we have we have the most amazing volunteers that um, they come up and they they set up these vignettes of furniture that all matches and they put things on a wall that just so you could get like like if you walked into a furniture store and they have the perfect vase on the on the coffee <laughs> table next to the couch with a, a beautiful print on the wall and we have wonderful volunteers who do little settings like that down there too. We have a volunteer that. Um, collects costume jewelry and she fixes that up and polishes it up and we have a nice little jewelry display. I don't know if there's many other uh, affiliate restores that have a jewelry display like we have. Um, we have a lot of glasses and dishes and you know primarily furniture mm -hmm. and I could walk through on a Tuesday and Thursday mm -hmm. it's all different. All the you know really? all new furniture I saw a whole bunch of new stuff coming in through the back door today. I can't wait to go downstairs and see what, what came. The restore is a busy place. Well, I, I think I'm going to stop by because I'm a, I like jewelry. So I'm going to come check, <laughs> check that out. Yeah, Give me a good yeah. excuse to come to Cape May <laughs> for <Yeah>. the day. <laughs> and you're not far if you're near Philly. You were like neighbors. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been there. I've um, I do some visits with the New Jersey Audubon out of Cape May. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, how far are you from the from there? In Cape we're not May? we're not far at all. We're um we're in Cape May Courthouse. Is the town? Okay. Right. Uh, 
Okay. Um, which is right outside Stone Harbor. Nice. Nice. I have to, I will find my way one weekend this fall. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, before we came on, you mentioned a little bit about build sites. Is that more the traditional picture people have when it comes to Habitat for Humanity? Can you just kind of share a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah, I think it is like the, you, when I think of Habitat for Humanity before I came here, I thought of Jimmy and Rosalind Carter with their hard hats and the hammers and um, some uh, affiliates build a lot of houses a year. Um, we're, a, we're a bit smaller. Um, this year we're gonna build, have two homes we're building. We've already partnered with two families um, and we have uh, a whole set of build volunteers that they just can't wait to get a hammer in their hand and start building. Um, and um, so the build sites are very active um, once they get started. And so, so far we did have a groundbreaking last week, a little celebration that uh, for the first family. Um, the house will probably get started in about a month from now that will actually have volunteers on the job site. Our construction managers working with um, uh, getting all the permits and things finalized that we need to, to get it going. Um, Is there something else about it? Like um, you have two in the Cape May areas that are gonna be happening? No, I think- Yeah, we stay in Cape May County all the, you know, but that's our- That's your, your boundaries. should have asked you this earlier on in the conversation, but can you give a little uh, to our listeners a little bit of history about Habitat for Humanity? Uh, you made me think of it when you mentioned the Carters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Habitat um, was, uh, well, our affiliate was formed in the 80s. Um, okay. And I think the first Habitat for Humanity was in the um, 70s, I think. It, it started down in Georgia, in, Atlanta, in the Atlanta area in Georgia, and by a couple of couples who recognized the need for affordable housing, and they got together with a, their friends, and they went around to church groups and, and raised some money and built their first, first house. Um, it was uh, a little while after that that the Carters joined and, you know, gave them, uh, helped catapult their notoriety, I think. Um, and then, um, that's how most of the affiliates, if not all the affiliates have started. And here in Cape May County, there was um, the first Baptist church of Cape May Courthouse, um, same kind of a thing. They had, they got together with, um, there were a couple of couples who recognized the need for affordable housing and they started raising money and they went around to different churches. There was the first Baptist church of Cape May Courthouse. There was uh, the Messiah Lutheran church. Um, and it took a couple of years, but they finally raised enough money to build the first house. And um, the two houses that we have slated or the first house that we just did the groundbreaking for uh, last week, that'll be our 20th house that um, we will build. Yeah, that's number 20. That's so awesome. we hope to increase the number of house, homes we build each year. But that's such a milestone. I mean, yeah. when you think of everything that goes into a house on both the partner side and on the volunteer side and all the resources it takes, that's just awesome. I love it. Yeah. Okay. I know you've only been with Habitat for Humanity, Cape May County since April, <laughs> but can you share a story of impact, something that you've 
seen or witnessed or uh, just it just shows the impact that um, habitat has. Um, yes, especially with our affiliate in particular, we are um, one of the two homes we're going to build this year is an ADA compliant home. The family who we are partnered with um, have a daughter with who uses a wheelchair. She has a um, a rare disease um, issue and um, she now uses a wheelchair and they live on a second floor duplex in a busy street. And it's just, we're just, that is so meaningful to all of us that um, this family is going to be able to have an ADA compliant home. It's a ranch. We generally build ranch homes down here in Cape May County. I know some people, you know, build, you know, two stories, but generally in Cape May right now, we've just been doing um, the ranch homes. So they'll have everything on one floor. It's ADA compliant um, and Habitat for Humanity International. We do have plans for um, an ADA compliant home, um, but because of the lot situation, things had to be switched. So there's a little, little delay in getting it going because the architect had to approve it because you know now you know what's on, what was on the right side now needs to be on the left just because of the lot that's going on, but. Um, but to me, like right now, especially with the, the his, my history of working with nonprofits, it's always been for um, helping individuals and the organizations who support individuals with disabilities. And so that we're, I'm getting a little goosebumpy right now, but that we're providing a house or helping to partner with this family so they can get in an affordable home. Um, it's extremely impactful, extremely impactful. Because you know the kind of expenses People don't realize, I should say, the, the amount of expenses that um, a special needs issue in a family, um, the impact that has on your day-to-day -day expenses. It's it's huge. So this is this is going to be huge for this family and for all of us. We're all very emotional attached to this one. Oh, you give me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> just just seeing that come full circle. For, for you having that background and then seeing this now. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Okay. You've been there since April, but you've been in nonprofits for 15 years. Something along the lines, I'm sure, hasn't gone right. Can you <laughs> share a blooper or, or something that didn't go as planned and what you learned from it or how you, like what you did differently because of it? Well, I'll tell you about a challenge I currently have that is getting better. Um, our build volunteers have never had to sign uh, up for a shift um, because we want to grow, and the best way to grow is to be organized and you know manage these things. We've instituted an online sign-up system for our volunteers. Uh, from what I have heard from past experiences with builds. Sometimes we have too many volunteers on a site and then the next day, not enough show up. We wanna make sure if we have volunteers coming that they're happy and they feel productive and useful, but if we don't have enough work for them to do, are they gonna come back? So we wanna have it be a rewarding experience for everybody. So we've instituted this sign-in program and um, it's been a little bit of a challenge to get people to change their ways. A lot of our builder volunteers have been here for years and here's this new person coming in and saying, well, we're gonna have to use this sign in, get a password, you know, so oh. it's, uh, it's been a little bit of a challenge, um, but it's it's 
it's getting there. It's, it's getting there. People are the a lot of the people are starting to get used to it. They know that that we have to do this in order to grow. Um, so it's been a few months in the in the making. So hopefully by the time we're actually on a build site, it'll they'll know when they're coming and that there's a job for them to do that day. So that's awesome. I've I've had a couple different people I've interviewed over the past year and that is something that's come into play where technology is is a good tool, but it's bringing the people around to it. Right. Is the and, challenge. And everywhere I've been, if you have volunteers that are standing around with nothing to do, they're not going to come back. They're less likely to come back, especially if they haven't been there before. If you have a new volunteer and they have nothing to do. So you need to keep your volunteers engaged and you need to make sure that they feel uh, productive and feel like they're contributing. So we think that using a sign-in system like this will help because then we know, first of all, we know we'll have enough people for all the work at hand. And also they know there's going to be a hammer for them to pick up when they come. <laughs> you know, it's not like all the tools are going to be used already. So. Well, I wish you much success with that. Because it's, it's the outcome is worth it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just getting there. <laughs> okay. Now you get the love on <laughs> Habitat for Humanity, Kate May. Just why should people get involved? Why do you love it so much? Just love on your organization. Well, when you asked me the impact thing, that was actually my loving thing too. Like, it's just so rewarding to be able to be a part of an organization that helps people uh, find an affordable place to live. And having an affordable home in a safe neighborhood not only helps that individual family, but it helps the whole community at large. Um, it's just, you know, spreading the love. Like we were talking about earlier about word of mouth. It's, it's kind of like that too. So the more um, we can do to help people get into affordable houses in safe neighborhoods, it'll just spread from there, I think. And I love that Habitat for Humanity does that. And I love that Habitat for Humanity International, we go everywhere and do that. If there's a crisis, you know, after a hurricane, um, in the, in the Ukraine, you know, building refugee housing in Poland. I mean, I just love everything about what um, the organization does to help help people have put a roof over their head. It's one of life's basic needs. And I just love that we help partner with families and, and people who need it. You're seeing lives changed because of it. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta love that, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Kathy, thank you for being on the Art of Volunteering today. I've enjoyed this conversation and I'm sure we've motivated some people to sign it on the sign-in sheet and so they can pick up a hammer. <laughs> you just email me and we'll get you started wherever you want to go, wherever you want to help. Well, again, thank you for coming on and I hope to see the rest of you the next time on the Art of Volunteering. Have a great day.